Excuse me, can I please talk to you for a minute? Uh-huh, sure. You know, you look kind of familiar. Yeah, you do too. I just wanted to know, do you know a podcast named The Podcast Is Mine? Oh, I know that podcast. I just wanted to let you know that it's mine. No, no, it's mine. Hello, and welcome to The Podcast Is Mine. I'm Bhushan Kumar. And I'm Sunny Grohl. Yes, you are. How's it going, Sunny? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. You know, um, I'm going to keep on saying, I feel like I keep on saying the same thing over oh. and over, but I've got to say these two things. First of all, I'm so excited for today's episode. <gasps> this <laughs> is going to be an epic one. It's just like, I just love that every episode this season, well, all our episodes, I love them, but I'm just so excited about kind of the stuff oh. we're talking about. And second of all, can you believe we're halfway through the season? <gasps> I know. Like, didn't we just start yesterday? <laughs> Oh God, it's gone by so quickly this time. It has gone far too fast. And I'm just like, what the hell? I just can't, I can't, I can't deal with time at the moment. It's just like, I, I it's can't. It's zooming by, but no, but we're loving it. I'm, I'm enjoying the process. Exactly. We're riding the chariots of time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking, speaking of being ridden, <laughs> let's go over to the secret diary of his own one house. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to open up that tab. And so today, for the secret diary of Zone One Home, mm. we are going to talk about the 2019 film Hustlers. <gasps> oh, yes. gosh. Let's just go through some of the who are the key names from this movie. So, in the film, the film obviously stars Constance Wu, who you may know from Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, my God, I loved her. Which is like, a, you know, we love that film. And also, we need to talk about that film at some point, because, you know, when you talked about the <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw moment that she has in that, you know, when she has the Carrie moment in oh, Sex City, my God. <laughs> where she just lies on the sofa, like, all... <laughs> It's so over the top. Oh my god, we we are definitely going to come back to that at some point. So, Constance, uh, uh, Julia Stiles, who we know from Ten Things I Hate About You, and god. Save the Last Dance. Save the Last Dance. That is like twenty years old. Oh my god, that film. The best thing about that film, very quickly, is I remember when I had to go and see it. I had to go and pee at the beginning of the film. And I thought, <laughs> I thought you boring. meant in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Just go, yeah, go and piss on the screen. And I was, <laughs> I could get paid for doing that. And um, and I was just thinking to myself, oh my god, yeah, do you know what? I'm going to go for a wee. Uh, I need to go for a wee, but the film's about to start so I was like if this film is really boring then I'll just get up and go <laughs> but the film was so good I forgot I had to read and I just got completely distracted and then at the you end you got a bladder infection <laughs> <laughs> then, then literally at the end as the credits were rolling I was with my friend we were like oh we loved this and we loved that and then I was like oh my god I've got to pee and then <laughs> I had to run to the loo <laughs> um, and it also has uh, Lily Reinhardt so if you watch uh, Riverdale I don't know if you watch Riverdale as I've well. not, but apparently everyone is hot in that so that makes complete sense to me that she was in this as well <laughs> And she and she totally plays against type for what she does there. So like it was really good. Um, so Hustlers is about uh, set in like two thousand eight, and it's before the big financial crash when the Lehman Brothers oh, yes. destroyed our world. Oh, goodness! <laughs> and it's about these uh, pole dancers who kind of exploit these men and kind of play these men at their own game. So these guys come in and spend loads and loads of money um, watching these mm. women do these amazing like lap dances and stuff. And then after the financial crash, you know, they have to get creative and think about what, they, <laughs> what they're going to do. I mean, which is a nice way to Literally it. hustling, yeah. So you, have you, you've seen this. What did I you have, think of it? I, I watched it, would have been on a plane on the way to, I think it's when we were going to Vegas. Humble so brag like, alert. I'm, humble <laughs> brag alert. <laughs> Where were you going? Sorry. <laughs> to the US, which is your favourite place. How dare you go to my I house. Know, exactly. I know, I uh, know. I didn't get permission. I should have got my visa approved by you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, I, never mind your ESDA. What about your B-A-G-U-S-H-A-N-S-T-A? You know what? I didn't even... I think I told you, didn't I? I remember when I first went in age... For the first time in ages to the mm. US. And I, I didn't even know Ernesto existed. <gasps> I turned up at the airport and the guy was like, have you got your Esther? I was like, my what? <laughs> and he was like, I beg your pardon. Your visa, visa waiver program. And I was like, 
but I'm British. I was like, I beg your pardon. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. He gave, he took my, he took, made me take my bag off and he was like, here's an iPad. You can fill this form in. Oh, And wow. he's like, you're not guaranteed entry now. And I was like, oh my God. I, the thing is, they just snuck that in there. I hadn't been to the US for like five, six, it wasn't that trip. I think it was a few years before. But I remember just kind of getting caught off guard. I was like, since when? Were the, why, why are they doing this? It's such a hassle. It's such an ad. It's like $10 or something or $14. It's not the money. It's just the hassle of it. It's the hassle and you, you know you have to get it done beforehand and oh, well gosh. I did it in the airport <laughs> you're very so lucky because normally they could have like, turned you away <laughs> I was panicking when I, they were like you know what because I t- filled it in on the iPad yeah. I'm completely digressing <laughs> no, as no, usual no it's my fault I, oh, I, I way you out. triggered me <laughs> <laughs> but I remember like filling it in and partway through the application I think it said the address of where you're going and obviously I had no idea what my friend's address was so I was like and it was like early morning in the UK uh-huh. so it was way late at night in the US so I thought I'm not going to hear from her for ages now uh-huh. so I thought let me just guess it and then I pressed save like to, to uh, come back into the form later yeah and it just said your form has been submitted oh, just, no. oh I was like go back go back and I couldn't do it again and I said to the guy and he was like have you done it and I was like yeah and he's like let me see it and I was like oh it's already been submitted and he was like okay fine he said just to let you know if it's not approved then they will turn you back when you get there so it's your risk and I was like I'm willing to take that risk I put my bag back on that conveyor belt I just, <laughs> typical typical time but anyway so yeah I, I got in uh, onto the plane with my my Esther and I remember thinking oh I need to watch Hustlers. It's like, you know, J- I love mm. J-Lo. So I, got, I definitely wanted to give it a go. I can't tell you much about the story other than what I remember about the little shorts and ups you gave me. But I remember it being hilarious and I remember them looking incredible. Yes. And and that's part, I mean, that was the, the thing that really drew me to it. Just to think, oh my God, J-Lo is just pausing time yet again. Oh my Looking gosh. incredible. Mm. And yeah, I like the sentiment of it. It was really powerful women, though, incredible mm. salesmen. Weren't they? Didn't they start a business in it? As well, yes. It's such a strong movie. I so um I hum- humble brag alert. Um I saw it twice. I saw it once. <laughs> Well, you know, I did my homework. I understood the assignment, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so I watched it in cinema first, which was amazing, especially when J-Lo's entry scene in cinema. It was like a quiet cinema. I think it was like a autumn day or something. It was really chilly outside. And I remember going inside and just being blown away, like, you know, to that, um, she, she done to Janet Jackson control. But it was just, so, that is one of the best entries I've ever seen on screen. I was like, wow, wow, wow. Um, but just the whole film, like, it was just so powerful. Like, you know, it's about female empowerment. Yes, it and is. And also, I love how it showed female friendships and, you know, oh. female enterprise, like, kind of yeah. female-driven enterprises. There's a great scene when, um, no spoiler, but when Constance mm. Wu, they have a crazy night out. And then the next day, they show her going to the babysitter, picking up her daughter and dropping her off in school, wearing the clothes she wore last night. Wow. And they're kind of blood-stained and stuff. And it's so true, because when mm. you think of, like, a gangster movie, like Goodfellas or something, you never see the guys going to school or dropping their kids off. But you've got the sense that these women were really like they had so much more than what was going on in the club the club was represented something else but the reason I wanted to talk about Hustlers because it's related to our main feature presentation Uh, me and you (laughs) (laughs) exactly so Sunny and I you know once like the pandemic is over we will be opening up our own club (laughs) opening up what (laughs) the OnlyFans lounge we got an offer didn't we from a rich (gasps) businessman (laughs) 
<laughs> it was like, you know, open up a big lounge with poles and what have you. So we were like, okay, well, fine. So then. We can deal with that. Yeah. Exactly. So, but um, I wanted to talk about it because um, it was part of an amazing year for Jennifer Lopez because she turned 50, wow. which is like, you know, everyone's like, oh my God, 50, like, you know. 15. 15, yeah. exactly. Um, but she had so many achievements in that year. Like she, uh, so there was Hustlers, which she produced and was like a critical hit wow. and a box office I didn't hit. know she produced it as well. Yeah. And apparently she was doing um, other, st- I can't remember what she was, I think mm. she was filming something else in the meantime because it's quite a low budget film oh. so apparently she was there's one scene that she talks with uh julia styles because julia styles plays the journalist who's yes. kind of interviewing her in it. and apparently there's like i remember there, i remember reading this uh, excerpt from julia styles interview mm-hmm. where she's like jennifer lopez is so professional so she literally got handed a page of dialogue it's a really important scene yeah yeah and she said j-lo just looked at it but like they changed it last minute or something j-lo looked at this page of dialogue for like five minutes and then just handed it back and then just rattled off the scene perfectly wow. word perfect what a talent and when you watch it when you know when it's actually there you're like oh my god she managed to just nail it in that situation there and then exactly wow. I mean, that's how honed she was but then also that year she was also celebrated at Versace for 20 years for that dress I remember and they did a modified version of it didn't they they did and it looked incredible and she looked amazing she looked so so good and she just stormed that runway wow. she invented Google Images yes yes, yes I heard about it yes yeah. So that's what it was essentially what because everyone was looking Desperate for the Versace dress and that dress looked like so many other people wore that dress like Jerry Halliwell and Bush and Kamal. Um, no, Bush and... <laughs> you I did that photo shoot. I did that. <laughs> Do you remember shoot? my photo yeah. shoot? That was J Lo inspired. <laughs> <laughs> can you believe that was July and we still are nowhere near that peak of weather I cannot oh, don't, don't even get me started honestly um, but the third thing that was amazing so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to um, close down uh, the uh, diary of a zone close home, tab so, and it's going to auto save yes and I'm going to neatly lead us to oh. our next segment oh my goodness this is really exciting so today Sunny what we are talking about we are going to talk about the Super Bowl halftime show in 2020 featuring Akira and, and Jennifer Lopez because this was part of her trifecta of things that she did yes. where she just like you know reached the nadir of excellence I yeah, mean like, iconic oh my God. stage yeah like she really took it to the next step this is like you know god tier stuff yeah it is no she's she's definitely made an indelible mark exactly so the only time you'll ever find us talking about american football is of course <laughs> the super bowl halftime show <laughs> so if you've tuned in for american football i'm sorry i'm sorry to disappoint you yeah but there's a lovely podcast two uh two rows down <laughs> so maybe you want to go and see them after you've listened to us <laughs> exactly after you've listened to exactly. us exactly now, for those who don't know, and don't worry, we aren't judging, the halftime show takes place during the annual championship final of the National Football League in America. And at halftime, there's a global superstar or two who put on a spectacle like no other Mm-mm. so that everyone doesn't fall asleep during the game. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and it gives all the people that are not interested in the sport a reason to watch. Exactly. Like We're just like, is it time for the halftime show yet <laughs> or not? So the 2020 halftime show, as we know, featured global superstars Shakira and Jennifer Lopez with a performance that was a cultural reset mm. of sorts. It was also, as one excellent YouTuber commented, the closing ceremony for the earth for 2020. <laughs> I mean, that hit us right in the feels. That is the best comment. The After the Rihanna understudy, that's one of my top three comments. That is the best. It is the closing ceremony for the earth. When you watch, oh my God. Um, this show packed so much into 12 minutes that we felt it deserved a full frontal premium. Zone one ho discussion on it. 
By the way, if you want to know about the other times that we may possibly talk about American footballers and all things tackle, <laughs> you'll need to subscribe to our only fans. <laughs> you do indeed. I'm so sorry. So, Sunny, what was your first impression of this halftime show and why oh, was it instantly so iconic? It was just the excitement that it was two iconic Latin American females that I, you know, it's in that era again when we go back to all the things we've been unpacking from like late 90s, early 2000s. I just love J-Lo from like If You Had My Love and mm-hmm. Shakira from whenever wherever mm-hmm. and I just thought wow like these two huge powerful females are coming together yes and and that was what I loved because I thought it could easily turn into look we're going to try and show each other up mm-hmm. and there was definitely some kind of friendly like um, rivalry there yes. but it, it, it felt like it was more about let's put on an incredible show mm-hmm. so I knew it was going to be an absolute absolute visual spectacle it was going to be a beautiful in terms of what they were wearing yeah. the choreography because they are both epic like epic dancers mm-hmm. aren't they now that they're singers too mm-hmm. but you know global they, superstars they can do it all they can do it all mm-hmm. and i just thought they're going to look amazing they're going to be incredible dancers they're going to all these brilliant songs that are going to be like total throwbacks to you know early 2000s that is just going to kind of make me really reminiscent and then i thought what are they going to do when they come together yes so it was just this huge build-up of excitement but yeah i I was so excited when i heard it was these guys yeah absolutely the same i mean I knew it was going to be amazing, but I didn't know how amazing it was going to be. Yeah. I didn't actually stay up to watch it, which is very unlike me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the football would have sent me to sleep. But I had Sky Plus it, so the next day I remember watching it. And I remember I watched it once, and then I had to watch it again straight away yes. because I was like, this is just too, too... Everything that you said is so spot on. I mean, either of them could have done the whole thing on their own. And they were so, like, every single... It's like a well-oiled engine. Mm. Like, you can take apart all the screws, all the kind of components of it, and every single feature of it is just absolutely excellence and the fact that they you know when they came together as well when their voices sing together and and also like in that really important point you hit on that these are both latinas and they're both but and also the other thing as well what i like about it is that um you know people may think of like latin america or south Mm. america as some sort of monolith and it's not yeah because obviously shakira's from colombia exactly and jennifer lopez is puerto rican and they really infused their act with that flavor I mean, Shakira even took it next level as well because she also paid heritage to her Arab heritage. Oh, with the belly dancing. With the belly yes. dancing. And then also she does the thing, you know. I forgot. That's actually when you asked me that question, I was meant to just go. Which is like an amazing thing, which wards away the evil spirits. And I've actually been to place to occasions where that's happened. I remember a lot of Twitter users were kind of like making fun of it at first. But then when people understood like the kind of cultural kind of reference behind it. And I think that's another great thing about this whole, the, the, their show in particular. It really was a gateway to like learning about another culture. Yes. It wasn't like, like a lot of people called it as a showcase of Latino culture. And I was, I would argue it's more of a gateway. It's not an yes. actual showcase because Latino culture is so much, not that it's we're like, experts. It's, it's like when people assume that Indian is the same as Pakistani or Bangladesh. It's like there's exactly. so much of a, a spectrum mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, from an outsider's perspective, maybe if you're a bit ignorant, you wouldn't know. There is so much difference between between them, exactly. And I think that was just so it was so important. And, and you know, this also as well it was just like an excellent, excellent showcase. I mean, all the songs I listened to the. Um, so I've got a confession to make, which I'm going to make. You know, before the OnlyFans lounge, I know. <laughs> but um, I watch this once a week, at least once a week. Bef- since before bed, before bed. <laughs> well, do you know during the first lockdown? Um, sorry to mention it, but. 
I was watching this about nearly, I think there was one day when I was watching it every day because this really got me through that. Yeah. Like, you know, when I was feeling down or I was feeling inactive or I was just feeling quite, yeah. I don't know, just like, I didn't you know what, something. I needed to focus. I would watch this and I, I know, I know it like the back of my hand now. Mm. Like, you know, if I was like on Quantum Leap, do you remember Quantum Leap? <laughs> I love Quantum Leap, <laughs> Sam Beckett. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, so if I had a Sam Beckett moment, you drop me in as either Shakira or J-Lo, <sighs> I could pick up from wherever you put me your in. Ziggy, that bone, right? Yeah. <laughs> literally it's a proper throwback but you know what i know this routine i've studied it so well i know which dancer is gonna i need to hand my microphone to who's gonna give me my poll who's gonna pick up this who's got their finger up your butt when they lift you up (laughs) who where i've got to you know because i love also i mean how iconic is it as well that shakira does like a trust fall exercise (laughs) in the middle of this I mean, talk about like team building, like, you know, it's like a team building day out. <laughs> hey, let's perform at the half time show, you know, and then like, let's just do a, t- a quick team building exercise. I'm going to crowd serve and you have to catch me. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. So, but so you funny. know what, when you've just reminded me, one thing I noticed, and I don't know what you thought about this, but mm. I was rewatching it again at lunchtime because I don't have that close, uh, like, I don't, I don't know it like the back of my head. <laughs> you, you didn't but obsess over it like I, I have. I wish I had now. I feel like, shit, I need to watch this more regularly. <laughs> you should watch it once a week. You know what? It is like meditation. And when I see certain performances like or if i listen to a certain song it does calm me when i'm like feeling tense or anxious so i completely understand why you do that and after watching it again today i've realized yes i need to watch this more regularly but i remember kind of um when i came away from um, Shakira's performance it felt like hers Um, and I don't want this is not to slay J-Lo in any way at all but Mm -hmm. she was just a bit more like playful and a bit more down not down to earth is the wrong word because I mean actually no it is the right word because J-Lo definitely has her head in the sky (laughs) in a good way because she's a total diva isn't she but Shakira's was very much like she played with a lot of different styles and she wasn't I felt like she wasn't taking herself too seriously and she was a bit more fun with it Mm -hmm. like doing that stuff like I know that it's a a reference to something like the you know that that sound that she was making heritage yeah heritage. but I, I can't see JLo doing that it felt like I remember when they came together towards the end yeah, the waka waka. Had, exactly so then um, um, Shakira did a dance and yeah. it was like really like it was just very different it wasn't too sexy and it was kind of yes. nice to have a non-sexy moment in it even though mm. I love watching that because it's mm. so amazing and you know when you see hot females do that grabbing their vaginas and, yeah, it's <laughs> like, rubbing themselves it does, nothing, it does nothing for me sexually obviously but I get really excited by it I'm like, yeah. oh my god yeah I want to be like that. Just like grab that potato. Exactly. <laughs> it's like we want to be like that. But then when I saw J Lo follow her Shakira up, she, oh, was, the J-Lo, she was just like so yeah. like going for it. I thought, oh, it's so nice to have an option there. It, yes. And it's not J Lo did the sexy better than Shakira. It's not. It's not about that. They gave you choice. Yes. Because that's one thing I I'm trying not to do. When you know what it's like when you grow up and you have your favorites, and mm-hmm. I used to do that or pit them against one another. Yeah. I realized, you know what? Everyone can win. Yeah. Let let. Just celebrate yours. Yours is the best for what you like. Yes. Let someone else be the best for what they like. And that's why I really, it didn't feel like they were competing against one another. It was like, look, let me be the best at this. You be the best at that. Exactly. Their energies really complement each other. And I think also, I, I understand exactly what you're trying to say. And having done a PhD on this, having <laughs> <laughs> watched it nonstop. Let's refer to your thesis. Let's refer to my thesis. So if you go to page 344, um, I, that's the footnote. <laughs> that's appendix one girl there's like a million other appendices (laughs) i think as well it goes back to j-lo's americanness you know because j-lo was brought up in the bronx and j-lo's performance inherently feels a lot more american Mm -hmm. there's almost like a kind of um in the tradition of like you know how like beyonce 
when she did those kind of marching bands and yes. things like that. J-Lo's has that kind of high school kind of, yes. you know, that feel to it, that very American I get kind that. of... I do see Like uh, cheerleading and very polished that, and very... Yeah, that high school kind of... Energy yeah, 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 and gloss yeah. and visual and very much kind of like, oh yeah, we're going to do this, come on, America. Very whereas, like patriotic, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah, whereas right. Shakira's feels more bohemian, more organic. Uh, exactly what I thought. Yeah, and then, so it's almost like... and But again, the way they managed to kind of fuse those together mm. and complement one another is the biggest achievement. Oh, I love that. Because I can't think of it's very like although we've got so many amazing female duets so if yes. you think of like Gaga and Beyonce yeah. Brandy and Monica hello yeah. um you know all you know uh, the Lady Marmalade girls all of that but you know it's very hard to fuse this energy for something yeah, like this because also it's so athletic as well like they, they are climbing they are leveling <laughs> non-stop like you know JLo's climbing up and down poles yeah. and swinging around and dance and they've got that moving platform Shakira uses all the space. She I mean, does. like her space, her spatial awareness teacher must be so proud. Like, you know, I talked to her to use all the space. She did. She's like, I don't waste none of it. Everyone's getting seen. Exactly. Every inch of that. And like, you know, in as the closing ceremony of the earth, like every inch was covered. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, especially with COVID, because like when they go and like touch the audience, I'm just like, no, go and sanitize your hands. Or with the dance, I'm like, oh, you sanitize your hands. But, oh, goodness so me. but, but it, how many people were on stage as well yes it was incredible to see I mean at one point it felt a little bit like a zombie apocalypse it's like <laughs> you know what they are running on the stage I think it was towards the end when they all kind of come together around yeah. Shakira I was like this the, the amount of effort it must have taken to obviously choreograph the entire performance not just them two everyone around everybody else and what's wonderful about it is that because again thanks to my forensic study of it <laughs> um, all the dancers are incredible not a yeah. single Yes. dancer drops the beat at all and the dancers are so int- like they as always dancers are always a very fundamental part of it but here they're so involved because they're passing the mic yes. like there's times and you know they need to pass props to JLo when she does the get right and there's no getting that wrong yeah exactly you better get it right you better get it right yeah <laughs> because also as well when she's swinging around the pole she's relying on those guys to hold her you better not drop me when she sings the note she's like tonight oh and you see the guy on the left just like oh that really hurts like get on me and then it finishes like waiting for but do you know what she doesn't even finish the song because the backing track kicks in and they immediately let her off please put it down put me down the transitions are just too funny honestly so why do you think I mean we're talking about this already but why do you think this Super Bowl set the standard of future shows I think it's just that combination of it's the, the songs the you know two different I mean even though they are um, both female artists but they have such a different genre don't they yes. in terms of the music and then also having a lot of featured rappers come on stage the, the, the element with the kids as well I thought that was interesting as well very come, good well yes. I'm so glad you started. so you know what that's all about don't you, no, you, t- you did you, you read my thesis because you were meant to <laughs> submit your notes back on it I'm still waiting <laughs> you know <laughs> you'll be able to articulate way better than me so I will let <laughs> exactly. I see that in your to read pile mm-hmm. okay well I will take over from there. <laughs> um, so obviously that so this was um, during Trump uh, as president oh, God. and do you remember he was putting Mexican he was putting children from South America who were trying to cross over to North America yeah. into cages and it was a very political right. statement so then and also then she has her own daughter uh, who performs with her yes. yeah. in the cage as well like in the beginning when she starts singing the song and then the song that she's singing obviously Let's Get Loud which we need to come mm. to again in a second um, but Let's Get Loud and then obviously Born in the USA which talks about her exactly. own experience and then you know she talks about Latinos and you know she's wearing the amazing flag which has the US flag on the outside and then on the inside is the Puerto Rican flag. Yes. And I think the political uh, semblance of that moment, because 
This was at the Hard Rock Stadium mm. in Miami. So if you've ever been to Miami, humble brag alert. Um, <laughs> if you've ever been to Miami, I mean, my favorite comment, I once met this lovely lady from Venezuela in Miami. In the shop, I was in the mall, don't worry. It was, it was all, um, we were in the mall and, we, and I, I somehow ended up in conversation as I do. <laughs> you know, that's what my life is like. I just end up in conversation with random people. She was actually a private detective. She was amazing. Oh, wow. I know. You should have got her number. I should have. You know what? Because she had literally just spied from someone. I think we were both sitting at Starbucks <laughs> and she was literally like, um, she because there was no other table free so she's like yeah. can I sit on your table and I was, this was back in 2014, 2015 yeah, yeah. and she was saying to me that um, Miami is like although it's in America and it's American dollars mm. she said this is the least American city yeah, like the yeah. road signs and everything is American but yes. everything else is Latino and it's so so true because the language mainly spoken was yes. you know Spanish yes. and every, it was just wonderful I, I absolutely loved it so the fact that they A that they were holding their, their half time the two Latino global superstars holding their show there and then B doing this political statement in the middle of your, you know powerful. kind of really really powerful because apparently Jay-Z um, tried to stop J-Lo from doing it Why? so I can't remember exactly I mean it's in my thesis somewhere I think it's in one of the appendix <laughs> appendix B or something but I think it's to do with management or something but apparently Jay-Z was trying to dissuade J-Lo from doing that he was saying don't put the political thing in there because you'll kind of mar the show and oh. you know that's all people will talk about but I'm so glad that she did because no, that you know her message was amplified I mean the whole world saw that Yeah, and the fact that you know what she says is so powerful as well you know she said let's get loud like she, even afterwards she said i want ladies like you know come and like speak up for yourselves yeah. and you know I and like that come into your that. power which was amazing and then latinos as well because latinos are discriminated against and so much so they it was such a, it was just such a real i think that's when you you know when we talk about cultural reset yeah that's the kind of stuff we're talking about which is so so good and that's what takes it to another level doesn't it because it's yes on the front mm. it is really like um like eye-watering you're like oh my goodness this is beautiful but there's a, a message and an, a story story behind it that is going to be taken away and it will be reflected on in the future and if you think about it she did let's get loud at yes biden's inauguration well, this is what i was gonna yeah. say i mean i love that i mean that is entirely what we would do as well like at the inauguration we'd kind of it's be a like nice like look back isn't it say, yeah. look it was shit back then but now look i mean that we would totally drop the podcast is mine <laughs> like <laughs> at the end of our inauguration exactly we hope you've enjoyed listening to the podcast <laughs> That's exactly what we would do at the inauguration. But no, it's, it, it became, it's become a really uh, powerful anthem, you know. And also, can we talk about the set list, the songs? Yeah, I was just going to ask you, can we go through some of them? Because for Absolutely. each, it was like, like, when I was like hearing Shakira's initially for the first time, I was like, you know what? These, they have so many hits. Well, this is what we were talking about. That they could have easily done the show themselves, themselves. On, on, on their own. Was it ever meant to be that way? I don't think so. I think when it was always announced, um, it was always announced that, you know, J-Lo and Shakira are going to be both doing Okay. So let's uh, unpack that little documentary on her ex-husband's oh, uh, YouTube. Because uh, that uh, made Ex-fiancé. They didn't get Ex-fiancé, married. sorry. Yeah, exactly. We, we're going to come to A-Rod. Let's, let's come back to Let's that. quickly run through the songs. Yeah. Um, so obviously She-Wolf, which is amazing. <laughs> which, I mean, what that, an opener as well. Like, that you know, video. They even start sh- in wolf formation. Do you notice that? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. That video is my favourite Shakira oh, video. How man. amazing does she look when she's in the cage? I mean, it's always a different context. <laughs> <of the> cage. <laughs> <It's> not- <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't political there. It definitely think. was not political. <laughs> she looked amazing in that video. The way she was hanging around in it. I was like, oh. So good. And then also, I didn't realise how much it was all about female sexuality. And like now, when I listened to it after having done my PhD, I was 
was like, oh my gosh, like this is a, this. Is a, you know, when she's like starting to feel used like a coffee machine in an office. And I used to think about that line. <laughs> I, I, I often think about that line when I have a quiet moment. And I was like, that is, oh my God, this is about female sex. And this is about a woman taking ownership of her sexual kind of prowess and just giving it, you know, I love it. I mean, the, what, I just remember trying to redo the video on the end of my bed. <laughs> I'm feeling like I'm going to break the <laughs> Because there was nothing to hang from. Well, like, that's on message. That's on point. That's what the song is about. And then I love at the end of the video, when she like pretends she's asleep. Oh, and she the opens her eyes. <laughs> And she's always barefoot. Yeah. You know, that's why I love Shakira. She gets re- it reminds me of it, like it's like in our way, it, our world is obviously Asia. So yeah. I just kind of think there's so much of a parallel sometimes. Yeah, do you think? Universal kind of yeah, like, like traits. Take shoes language. off and just go, you know, have, have, have a cool time. Or drop into like a your la- you know a native language yeah, or something it's like really that. Really you know? nice. It's really cool. And um, then she sings Empire, which is another one of her songs. Yes. And then Kashmir by uh, uh, Led Zeppelin. So Shakira is a huge rock fan. Yeah. So I love that she pops some rock in there as well. Whenever. Oh, I so that was when she really break, um, made a breakthrough into like pop world isn't it and across, outside of Latin America yeah exactly yeah. then she does I like it like that which is Cardi B yes which is ama- and how amazing is this then that J-Lo and Shakira actually featured another mm, artist another you know, prominent female. Latina uh, artist yeah. in their I mean who else does that nobody else no. does that honestly um, and then there's a, a, a she, and she performs with um, Bad Bunny now I didn't know who Bad Bunny was before mm. the Super Bowl so obviously part of my thesis I went to go and research <laughs> and I, I and you met him <laughs> exactly I wanted to meet I saw him on Jimmy Fallon but I just think he's absolutely brilliant like his personal style he's yeah. very vo- and again he's very political as well he's very very vocal about his politics and I love that no that's right and that's what we need isn't it we need really good examples of people raising that awareness and bringing that message to the young young yeah. audience and yeah. using their platform and especially cause, empowering yeah. others like themselves like you know I just think that's I, I just love that it's just so amazing and then there's a song called Chandaye I might, sorry my, I apologise to all our Spanish oh. listeners my Spanish is dreadful but I love that song it so much amazing. as well which is one of his songs and again look they're featuring somebody else's yes. song as part of they their they featured rest. my song next as well oh did they oh hips don't lie <laughs> <laughs> you were like the candy on that song when you, you wrote that for her <laughs> You know what? I definitely get royalties for that song. Every time it plays, you're just like, ching, ching, in the club. You know, I bust out to that. Did you go to the DJ? <laughs> and then you check your bank balance. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. And then, obviously, Hips Don't Lie, finish it. And then we, cr- and that's six minutes. You know what? It felt, in a good way, it felt yeah. longer because they managed to... Like, girl, that feels like two minutes for me now. Because <laughs> I've watched it so much. I'm just like, oh my God, so this is coming, this is coming. And then I don't, I forget that, like, you know, because I don't have the ad-free YouTube yet. So <laughs> I get, it's only the ads that bring me back to reality. Oh, <laughs> if it wasn't, I would just think, oh, that's two minutes gone, or that's three minutes gone, or whatever. But then we go to J-Lo. So J-Lo is then yes. positioned on top of the Empire State Building. Yes. And some people cruelly called it her King Kong moment. <gasps> I know, it's so shady. Oh, no. Is I, that the, you know, I love YouTube comments. <laughs> honestly, you could, it's a rabbit hole, honestly. It really is. <laughs> you get lost down there. But she she said it was meant to symbolise her being on top of the world. And obviously it was meant to be the Chrysler building. No, sorry, the Empire State Building. But, but that reference is awful. <laughs> I know. So cruel. But then, I mean, to look at this through like a, a lineup. So Jenny from the Block. Yeah. Ain't it funny? Oh. Get right, and then oh those dancers. God. We will come to those dancers in a second. Yes. And the outfits. And the outfit. Oh my god, the harnesses and oh, what are you doing to us? Honestly. So we've just got it on in the background as well. And it's just <laughs> come on playing on loop, and we are just watching it. Now. See, because wow. the other great thing about um, J Lo's costume is that particular costume references Selena, who was. Oh, uh, she, did she play Selena? I, I think she did, and I think in like, the movie wasn't it? Yes, 
And I think she was one of the premier Latina superstars mm. who broke the kind of Western market. Was assassinated, wasn't it? At a uh, yes, I think so. I, to be honest with you, I didn't. I need to do a deeper dive into that. Oh, that, that wasn't your thesis. <laughs> that wasn't my thesis. <laughs> no. Oh, I found fart fail. You found it. <laughs> you found the flaw in my algorithm. Damn, Damn it, you! <laughs> you broke my code. Damn it. But um, all the outfits were inspired by that. The first segment inspired that. But then Jayla then moves on to what we were talking about in the Diary of a Zone One Home. Mm. And, you know, so waiting for tonight. I mean, what? That is my favorite Jayla. I'm sorry. I'm so triggered whenever someone <laughs> says that song. I'm sorry. I jumped out of my seat because that is my favorite. All my time, favorite song, isn't it? Doesn't it just remind the best bit in that video is when like the Millennium Bug hits and you know, <laughs> waiting for tonight. Because <laughs> I'm sure this is the next recommendation. Because they know YouTube knows me. <laughs> on the algorithm honestly but waiting the whole waiting for tonight and then it's got the Versace print there to kind of symbolize wow. the whole what the green know. lasers yeah I can't believe that it doesn't when you watch that video you don't think back to millennium bug days but that's the the whole time it that was ancient and it doesn't age that it doesn't badly. that song still could have been released wow. yesterday but what's also amazing about the whole waiting for tonight bit is also she pays homage to hustlers where she climbs up the pole. Yes. So, uh, oh, and, and did I mention she has a costume change as well? Oh god! So she gets of rid of the leather catsuit and she's wearing a sequin catsuit, which I'll, I'll talk about in a bit. But she climbs up the pole and then she and she looks like she, at this point, this the Oscars were meant to be at that point as well, okay. like the Oscars for that year. And the Oscars snubbed Jayla. They didn't give her a nomination for best supporting actress for which film? For hustlers. hustlers. Okay, yeah. And which was an absolute travesty because mm, that is one yeah. of the best roles that she's ever done and she Aww. deserved it. And she's and a good actress, you know. She is, like, out Aww. of sight. There's so many good films that she's done. Anaconda. <laughs> my Anaconda don't. My, that's I Nicki love Minaj. Anaconda. <laughs> oh, you know what? I, my, my first memory of Anaconda is when I was in India. <laughs> oh, my God, I just want to say. smash it there, isn't it? <laughs> I remember when we this is the back in the day when we went as a family and it was it was when we were teenagers mm. and I remember we hired a drive because this is the problem with India when you fly there it's still like another trek <laughs> forget the flight that's the shortest part of the journey and then I remember we didn't manage to get a flight into Amritsar yeah we went to Delhi yeah and then we had to do a, a massive drive and we were in the car. The driver had a little flip-down screen in his van. <laughs> That's so bougie. Whatever. It was like, wow. I was like, this is nice. <laughs> so I, was like, I remember sitting there and everyone was exhausted. We, yeah, of it course. was like late at night. It was so dark. And and on the GT road. Oh. oh, I don't know what road it was, but it, it felt like it was Gran Turismo. Yeah, that's GT. what it is. The oh. GT road. So the GT road is like this long kind of like, you know, like the Proclaimers, 500 miles. Oh. If you're Punjabi, you know about the GT road because that's the road from Delhi to Punjab. It's a str- <laughs> it's just like a, basically just going down the A40. <gasps> just oh like God, it was so long and it was so dark and so many we drive past so many accidents yeah and I remember just thinking feeling panicked like, and my mum's brothers mm. and my uncles um, got a, a car hire business so mm. he had like chosen a really good driver so we were like we wanted to feel safe because mm. you, know, you know what it's like in India yeah. like, some of the driving is not like the safety all of the driving is not I know safe. I'm trying to be politically correct <laughs> it's a spectrum because it's all do, bad do, I remember when I first was at a car mm. my first memory is when instead of indicating around a corner you just beep it. Yeah, exactly. You don't stop. You're just like, get out of the way, bitch. <laughs> I remember we were driving down the road and I was like so panicked. I was just thought, there's like so many accidents on the mm. side of the road. And then Anaconda is on. <laughs> 
And the drive- I took you away from it all. I was like, I don't know what I'm more triggered by, the traffic or Anaconda. <laughs> but then the driver was watching Anaconda so intently and I was like, mom. And it was like, elbow, mom and dad were exhausted. Yeah. They were so tired. I've got pictures of it. I'm going to have to find these pictures. <laughs> they were wearing flip-flops. I don't think from the airline, the, the flight, their feet were so swollen. We were taking pictures of their swollen feet. <laughs> this is the craziest stuff me and my brother were doing in the car. Oh, triggered back to back. And everyone kept falling asleep. And I was like, I need to keep my eyes on the road. Yeah. Because the driver was watching Anaconda. Because the driver clearly wasn't. <laughs> he was watching Anaconda. Oh my Anyway, we God. got there and we managed to get through that movie as well. I made it a lot. So funny because the ex- I was going to say exactly the same thing. In India, my cousin was like, do you want to watch an English movie? So English movie. And he pulled out three films. So Anaconda was one of them. Can you guess what the other two was? Like, I'll give you a quick okay. one. So one was... Indiana Jones? No, no, no. So one featured uh, Kate Winslet, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, my right. dad. And they were literally like, my heart will go on. It's such a beautiful song. And I was like, it's basically a Bollywood song in English that's why everyone loves it so much and it's the same amount of time so they're getting the same value that they're usually used to and then what was the third film it was just something it was a vintage oh it's Fast and Furious (laughs) and again the GT Road yeah exactly and I was just like so basically this is just you driving to get a pint of milk or something honestly Oh, it's just absolutely crazy. That was a huge segue. Anyway, but you, know what that... yeah, you, can see, you can see what kind of mood we're in today, honestly. <laughs> we are not keeping on topic. We're Let's not keeping on topic. Back to the topic. So yeah. back to the topic. So J-Lo's uh, doing this Versace kind of inspired, you know, this whole amazing um, set. So the songs were, so Waiting for Tonight, oh. Booty. Um, oh, yeah. And then Migente is called as well, oh, which Migente, is by Jay yeah. Balvin. By Jay Balvin. So Joe Balvin's the rapper who comes yes. in. And again, another Latina rapper, which is amazing. And then um, J-Lo goes into another segment which is on the floor. Oh, I love that song. So which is much. just so so good. Reminds me of clubs. And the best thing about the you know that segment as well is like it's kind of like it's very um like that was for the gays without oh. a doubt. Like you I mean all of it was for the gays. All of it was. But that segment in particular, you can see there's kind of like a rainbow infusion oh. to the lights. Guys are all wearing harnesses yeah. or there's just it's just something very like powerful about that moment. Definitely. And then it kind of it builds up to the finale. So we have the Let's Get Loud and the Born in the USA. Yes. Um and then yeah we have the finale of Let's Get Loud and then they have of everything they have a World Cup song <laughs> you know Waka Waka like it's for the football well, the for world, your world soccer cup. World Cup yeah oh, God. and it's just exactly and what's so funny about that it's just like it's just, I just love that in an American football game they're singing about the World <laughs> Cup you know singing about another, another kind of form of uh, art but, I mean that playlist on its own like it's that, you didn't even need to do all the other stuff it would have just it's been a no skip playlist yeah. you could just listen to that and just go through it all and even the songs you don't know you will soon learn to love like you know it's so and you better so, love them. Yeah. exactly <laughs> and so can we talk a bit about the outfits because oh, like you know obviously, I was hoping you were going to say like, that <laughs> um, excuse me can I please talk to you a minute do you even know who I am <laughs> how are we not going to talk about the outfits and the hair and the makeup and oh my god so Shakira's wearing these um, amazing outfits by Peter Dundas he's like this who's Nor- that so he's a Norwegian <laughs> oh I'm so glad you asked <laughs> like I'm not like I'm not going to share my reason no, um, so he's the Norwegian designer and he's Appendix to- <laughs> 4 <laughs> yeah exactly so if you all turn this is like Line of Duty I don't know if you watch Line of Duty but it's like <laughs> Oh, you haven't seen it? Oh, basically. So anyone who's watched Line of Duty, it's like, if you go to slide, blah, blah, blah. Or if you go to... You know that there's briefings. I'm basically like, go to slide five, please. Slide seven. Uh, next slide, please. Next slide. Um, so Peter Dundas is a Norwegian designer. He's designed for Roberto Cavalli. Oh, and he's wow. designed for Pucci. He's done so many. And he, des- he designed both of Shakira's costumes. Oh, so the, the amazing red number that she wears. She wears a red two-piece. Yes. And, you know, it's got like a t- uh, kind of tail behind it. And, then, and she kind of adjusts it, doesn't she? Uh, uh, yeah, she, so halfway through, when she does I Like It Like That, she takes it off. Yeah. And she turns... 
there's this bit on the side that she just like kind of twists around really Aww. awkwardly and then suddenly you know it covers her stuff but she looks absolutely incredible in that then Jayla's wearing custom Versace and like obviously Jayla, you know, the, the amount of costume changes are just incredible like and how quickly they're done as well that is a real quick change so quick so you can see that Jayla's wearing like the kind of silver beaded um, cat suit underneath the leather cat suit that she's always wearing already wearing so apparently the cat suit underneath is all Swarovski crystals and took over 30 people to work, who worked on it like tirelessly like, I think they were taking their time up there <laughs> they're, they're, they're all straight men <laughs> can you imagine yeah, exactly it's like two hours, hours five minutes put, put the Swarovski on there oh I'm tired Sorry, <laughs> I'm going yeah, for the day one's fallen off over here let's do it again <laughs> it's like yeah I'm feeling I'm feeling tired I can't come into it today can you imagine but then um, so they did all of her costumes and then also the American flag was custom you know that oh that flag. is that flag is beautiful again uh, Versace and Whoa. Swarovski crystals oh, just incredible God. and then like the hair as well so now have you looked up JLo's hairdresser. Who is it? Chris Appleton. Who is that? Right, I'm going to send it to you afterwards. Oh my goodness. But you he's kind you of need like, to post this as yeah. well. Oh, I will, I will. Don't worry, don't worry. He's, uh, so he's um, responsible for J-Lo's amazing mane of hair, which has which could have done Super Bowl all on its own. <laughs> I mean, that hair is just like wild. You know what? It had its onset list. It did, it did. You know, because the first thing I saw, the first, even before I saw the performance. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, because, you know, on Instagram, someone, that was like, that popped up first and it was just her like kind of rehearsing, yes. watching Shakira is set and I was like she looks phenomenal <laughs> uh, and you know and this just this gorgeous mane of hair and it's just incredible like it just stays it doesn't like it, it has movement it's a big wig it yeah. has, no no it's her hair that ain't her hair it is girl no it can't be really <laughs> seriously they showed like you know the way they did it they used all wow. this product and stuff I think there must have been some help there's some, oh, there's you know? some help <laughs> oh come on you know that is not all hair you know like in the you know like in shampoo adverts when they're like some extensions <laughs> may have been used you know the small print but <laughs> and then they come in and it's like you know ten girls from like some you know poor stricken country that have had to chop their hair off of this. I know. Oh, they've got virgin hair as they call it. Yeah, oh, exactly. Dear. But her hair is incredible. And Chris Appleton, like, so he's British and he did loads of. He actually did Rihanna's understudies hair as well. <laughs> but then he got the call from J Lo and like he is such an iconic look. No, it is. If you think about it, they had to create these looks that were going to be mega iconic, and they are. Oh no, all of them. And then even when they finish up both like in the silver and gold. That's such a gorgeous moment as well. Yeah. And then the backing dancers are all wearing like the harnesses and they're all wearing Versace. They're all Versace. The Versace harnesses were yeah. amazing. Versace harnesses. You see the little Medusa logo on there. and then Oh, I didn't notice the Medusa logo. Girl, you did this yes. one. Yes. You this was in Appendix 5. <laughs> exactly. This is Appendix 7 now. <laughs> Keep up, dear. Um, but, you know, the, even the dancers have to do as many costume changes as J-Lo and Shakira do. That They've means... probably got separate dancers for each of, or are they the oh, same ones? The, no, they're the same ones. So it's really wow. amazing. You see the dancers come back and they've changed their clothes wow. and like these are not easy clothes to get in and out no. of and they had to change on the field because you can't run back to your changing room that's a good room. point it must have been under the stage though. yeah there's the all the staging so if you watch like so if we come to those A-Rod videos yes we, we do so we talk about that. for anyone who doesn't know so A-Rod who was uh, J-Lo's <laughs> at time of recording <laughs> her ex-fiance and also we're very glad that she okay, I love how you say that at the time of recording in case she goes back <laughs> she better not go back to it. although but, uh, apparently just a quick segue she apparently is dating Ben Affleck again <gasps> 
and Benifer. We, exactly. Well, I'm I'm here for this. I loved Benifer, and I, I blame yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. And is all, that what happened? Well, I blame all the shady kind of LA girls who kind of sh- didn't want it to happen because they're racist. They didn't want like a gorgeous really? Latina to take this all American hero. But Matt Damon approves, so that's the most important. Oh my thing. god, are they still best friends? <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, I love them. They're besties, BFFs. Um, but A Rod. Uh, so A Rod is a baseball player, apparently. Mm. And <laughs> yeah, I only found that out after I got a recommendation to watch the background of this bit performance and he it's only because he mentions it a million times he's like he is the perfect example of what a man should not do no when like you are the less successful in a yeah let, let <laughs> in a shine like your lady is shining beautifully and amazingly and there is nothing you can do just sit to down match it. please exactly just sit there and admire it like the rest of us yeah. just admire your queen enjoy your, your moment because yeah. it ain't gonna last <laughs> well, it's gone now it's over now and so and then for some reason like it's posted on his youtube channel and not oh, this is the thing that frustrates me and the other thing that bothered me I don't mm. know how you felt about this why was there no reference or acknowledgement of Shakira in that whole entire video yes it, so, it made it seem like she wasn't there exactly but you know I thought that was really weird as well and it's I was shady very shady and I remember like um, in 2020 as well JLo on her Instagram posted this post about um, mm. for International Women's Day which is like a month later I think okay. because this was in February and yes. then obviously March this is 2020 again 2020 yeah, this is only just good. before Covid just before like, closing ceremony of the earth remember wow. 2020 and she posted all these amazing inspirational women that she had been like paired with and she put Shakira last in the carousel and I was like J-Lo that's not very nice I mean like, you guys have just reset done a cultural reset and there you are you know, so wait a minute help me understand that so she was the last in terms of most important in that reference so for the so, it, so on Instagram in the ca- there's a she posted 10 pictures yeah and the first picture was like of uh, J-Lo with like Michelle Obama and then there was like one with Beyonce and then there was one with uh, was it one with Gaga I can't remember who else mm. there was then there's one with her mother and but then the Shakira one came later on and I mm. thought well actually you guys have just done this amazing show together you think I don't, I don't know if I was reading too yeah, much maybe, into it maybe because I was just thinking was that meant to be ranked in order of significance or something but yeah. it's, not, it's not it's just that she maybe, it was, maybe it was just around someone's got to be last exactly there? but poor Shax honestly come on she deserves better she deserves but then I, I was really pissed off that she wasn't in the A-Rod video because I would have loved to have seen those moments of collaboration no I think that's not I, I think it's, it's difficult isn't it I mean these performers they're so used to being competitive and wanting to stand out and be at the centre of the tension that it must be difficult to share a stage as well and there's yeah. an innate sense of wanting to be the one that stands out and is remembered and that's what I took away from that YouTube video that I was watching of A-Rod mm. he was just trying to make out that she was the one that was you know doing this performance by herself I was yeah. like oh I kept thinking when they kept doing the da- countdown mm-hmm. I was like they're going to say in a minute oh we're going to ask Shakira to join us <laughs> yeah. I thought oh maybe she came in last minute and then it was like five hours before I was like wow they really asked Shakira to join this late didn't they <laughs> I was like oh no they're just not referencing Shakira at all at all and like, I don't know if that was a I mean could that have been a decision on Shakira's management's part where they were like no we don't want any part in this or could it be that or maybe they could the, have at least <laughs> said by the way this is a duet or could it have been that they're just like A-Rod is an a-hole so we were just I like I think it's a latter do you know what I mean and they were just like we just don't want to deal with him I also don't mention Shakira and just for a quiet life like you because this video is buried like you know thank god for my thesis otherwise I'd never would have I known. got it recommended to me. YouTube knows. I probably sent it. <laughs> the algorithm. 
So, but, uh, so thinking of like all the halftime shows that you've ever seen, mm. so what is your favourite one and why is it this one? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely this one. Um, I think the other ones that I have really enjoyed, and I'm just thinking back to, we just talked about um, the writings on the wall, didn't we? Of course. And when I was oh, we haven't re- mentioned that. The, oh my God, what was wrong with Exactly. Us? We well, we've got a reference. Oh, so we, it's only like two degrees of separation <laughs> Destiny's Child for some reason. I mean, so for those who just joined us, we have to mention that we did a great deep dive into the writings <gasps> on the wall and now it's infused oh, into everything like we everything do. Everything else. It was Which always there sense. before. It's it ever was, present. I mean, the writing was on the wall. Yeah. Just insane. <laughs> Thou shalt mention it every exactly. time. <laughs> but I remember watching the video of um, Kelly on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. Oh, yes. And he's asked, he asks her about it, doesn't he? He was like, oh, what do you, you know, tell us about your experience on this coming onto the stage with Beyonce because she Beyonce was doing the performance wasn't yes she? that was the 2013 and they one. were invited on but what I thought was I don't know if we talked about this last time but what was shady is when Destiny's Child were obviously introduced they, I think she I think Beyonce was doing a little bit of J-Lo oh, yeah. because <laughs> you know when they have those um, like uh, little slots where they like pump people out of the stage <laughs> and I remember Kelly and Michelle looking like they were fearing for their life they were like god we have been shot like 50 meters into this air we are not going to land on our feet we have got to do our best to not fall on our faces and I thought they were setting her, they were setting them up but they both thank god but they looked terrified well I think Kelly recovers faster she, than Michelle, Michelle is still Michelle. floating while Kelly's falling like Michelle literally you can tell she shut her pants at that like she was like, <laughs> I like that moment is, it really is that I moment I reminded it so many times <laughs> like when he's in because you see Kelly recovers so yeah, Kelly's I, like up in midair and she's like, she's right, like I, and then Michelle kicks in yeah. and she's just like and Michelle's just like oh. and Michelle's like oh shit like she's still squatting like five minutes later. you know what it reminds me of like I don't know if you ever did this in like at home but do you know like when you used to scare your mum <laughs> when your mum gets scared and she has that moment oh my god <laughs> Literally, but don't you think that was shady because they clearly would have done that in rehearsals and been like yeah we need to we need one of these girls to fall no, absolutely and then uh, <laughs> and to take to you know add insult to injury Beyonce just powers down like, the runway because <laughs> they didn't shoot her out of a hole did exactly they? like you know and I mean but what a moment that was that, that was amazing that was an incredible moment I love which other that. ones did you like I love so the Lady Gaga in 2015 so that Beyonce was meant to do Lady uh, was meant to do Super Bowl that year ah. but she was pregnant so she didn't so then yes. Lady Gaga stepped in and Lady Gaga I mean like Lady Gaga is just like again she's like yeah. one of our spirit animals she <laughs> starts on the top of the stadium and then jump parachutes that's exactly the kind of shit that we would <laughs> exactly <laughs> we literally go somewhere and be like so can we jump off that and land into like you know oh my gosh but I remember we were so inspired by that that um, my dance teacher every week we used to have like a dance class and we used to have the, the song announced in advance oh. and, but he saw that and he was so inspired like, by we are doing that yeah he literally said right yeah we're not doing what's on the timetable we're doing Gaga today oh, <laughs> I don't care what anyone said and I think we did Born This Way and it was just like oh my, was it Born? yeah we did Born This Way oh. and it was one of my best dance classes ever oh, so God. so good unfortunately Instagram taken down the video due to copyright reasons oh, no. but um, it was one of my favourite it was so so good honestly yeah, if I think anyone else I would want to do it I'd, like Pink, I'd love to see Pink do it now she, this is what I was going to say I actually um, I was watching an interview because she just won the Icon Award didn't she for the, the Billboard, Billboard Award I know yeah. which I was so excited and she's doing loads of press around her show as well that she's mm-hmm. just done on Prime and she was asked that question on Watch What Happens Live with Andy and mm-hmm. she was like oh would you 
ever do the um, Super Bowl or halftime show? And she's like, I was asked to do it and I turned it down. And it was a shame because she said the reason she turned it down that year in particular, I think mm. she was meant to do 2019. Okay. And it was in Atlanta and that's where she kind of got signed as a oh, yes, record deal. of course. But she was like, she really wanted to step back from it that year because she thought it should be a celebration of all of the incredible rapper talent yes. coming out of Atlanta. I can't remember who actually oh, did. Do you, know, do you remember who they who did? Who was 29... Maroon five exactly, and Adam I think Mimine. yeah. So what she said, and the other thing that um, so that obviously frustrated her. I imagine it frustrates me. It, it still I mean, frustrates how everyone. How basic do you get like Maroon <sighs> Five? Honestly. Exactly. And then I thought, and then she said the other reason she didn't want to do it is she said I feel like no one can win at it anymore. And this is what I read. I'm, I'm really glad that we've just been looking at like and focusing on all the great things the about their performance yeah. because it is really easy to nitpick and yeah. say, oh, but they didn't do this, they didn't do that, or you know, people were nitpicking about Beyonce's. Or, I mean, we were joking around about Kelly and um, Michelle <laughs> being fired out. I mean, that was hilarious. That is an iconic moment in it. But I feel like that's what a lot. That's what happens a lot, doesn't it? People just want to find a reason to nitpick and yes. like, find holes in it. And and I, I think that's a shame because I really want to see Pink do. I think she would do so much amazing aerial stuff in that. Performance. I completely agree. And I think Pink's also now got the back cat. Well, she's always had. She's got such a range of songs. Huge. She's catalog. a global superstar. And icon. She, icon. I mean, I love that. Um, I saw a clip from that. Doc- Documentary, oh. and I saw when she was like being thrown around Wembley oh, on like a I wire. I remember that performance. And you, you were actually there, I weren't was you? There. Yeah. And I just think that was just um, to me like she's one of those people again who just steps out. Of te- yes. You know, she gives like, you more than you deserve. Yes, and she always brings. A- she is that girl who gets an A star because she brings <laughs> an extra. She like an A is not good enough for her, and I think all the girls. Uh, sorry, sorry, not girls. Sorry. Women, sorry if I said yeah. girls, I didn't mean it in that way. But I mean, like, all the women who we really, really admire are do that. They just yeah. bring something extra. And not only that, we didn't know we needed it, but then as soon as we see it, we yeah, want it. Well, like that, and we almost feel entitled sometimes. And that's what I feel is a shame that it's putting people off wanting to do a big show like that because they're just ready for the criticism. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, the, once again, if we refer to YouTube comments, oh, God. Um, so many people talk about, oh, Shakira's brilliant, Shakira was brilliant. Shakira. Compared, yeah, and then yeah. somebody will say, you Maybe know, Jay. What really surprised me is there is a lot of hate for J-Lo. So I remember J-Lo performed at the AMA Awards earlier this year. Yes. And she did, her look was very similar to Beyonce's Drunken Love. And there was kind of like a Chicago, the musical yeah. kind of tribute. And I remember I tweeted about this and I got retweeted like 800 times. I had to, I had to literally mute wow. my notifications because people, people started fighting in my mentions. So they were like, what, started what was it over? So I put J-Lo, I thought, uh, there was a clip of it, uh, mm. of her performance, and I reposted that, and I put, J-Lo is fantastic, what an amazing performance, I love the Chicago Beyonce vibes. Yeah. And then some people were agreeing with me, and then some people were like, she's completely copied Beyonce, she's copied Beyonce. Mm. And then people would start off very respectfully with each other, um, no, actually, it's called Inspiration, look it up. And then <laughs> the fight would quickly, it's like, you know, you, oh, you're, what do you know about music? No, you don't know. And I was like, oh my God, I was like, excuse me, I'm still tagged in here, do you want to untag me? <laughs> and I literally had to mute that. So, do you know what I did you're gonna love this i promoted our podcast i attached our podcast <laughs> to it, and then i promoted and then i literally muted it because i was legend, like, legend. Like, make sure i was like if you guys are gonna talk about this then like you we know, want to get some pretty likes yeah, out of it yeah, let some steam off listen to the podcast is mine <laughs> but the thing is i know why it's you know what people are really passionate about the ones that they love and I, i've done that but i just realized that look it doesn't 
it just doesn't help anything, does it? It's like it's not constructive. And actually, why don't you just let someone else enjoy their own... Fa- just have own. their moment. Let exactly. Them, them. So would you say pink is your fantasy <gasps> half-time show? I'd love it. I hope she reconsiders it. If there's like a time where it's appropriate, because like, you know, she would completely nail it. I know she would. I completely agree. I think for me, I would love to see something like a K-pop special. Oh my goodness. Or a Bollywood special, which is your kryptonite. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find that how that tenuous link works. I know. Well, Priyanka Chopra Jonas is a big name, and don't forget That's she true. launched her single um, "In My City" at an NFL game. So uh, could happen. Or how about a drag special? Oh my! Can you, you imagine all the well, iconic drag? Queens? I would love to see that. I just worry that it would never be accepted. Uh, well, this is the thing. I think if, it depends on the organisers. If they're brave enough to in, to mm. do it, I think we could see that. That would be another because I think what's could you imagine what, the outcry though? Oh, what, look at the response, the backlash that this one got. Like you know, people were like, "Oh, it's too sexy. The costumes are too revealing." I mean, Adam Levine can walk around shirtless in you know, flashes tattoos or what have you. But and, and, and you know, Justin Timberlake can was, expose Janet Jackson. I was Jackson. just going to say, we need to unpack that as well. How actually a lot of the time, this has kind of really been unpacked recently, hasn't it? Yeah. Like how it's such a double standard. Like Justin, I mean, I like him too, but he got away with that. He got. And you, Janet's career was really. Well, this is the thing. Janet copped the most for it. When we talk about Britney, we're going to come back to this, <gasps> readers. Don't worry. It's in. It's on the manifesto. So when it's on the manifesto, it gets talked about. No, Don't we you need worry. To talk about that. Exactly. So anyway, listen. I'm going to take it to the bridge now. In our opinion, the 2020 halftime show is arguably amongst the best we have ever seen Mm -hmm. and certainly has set the standard for the rest of the shows that will take place in the 20s. If every show can capture the brilliance and skill that this particular show had, Mm. this may even make us take a bit of interest in football. Actually, just get rid of the football football and do halftime shows every week honestly. (laughs) All right, girl. Well, I think we should go to the OnlyFans Lounge. So let's let's grab our uh, Clinks link. It's quite um, busy in here now that we've sold our rights to this. (laughs) It really does look like the hustlers kind of they recreated that set beautifully, haven't they? So Lovely. I think I'll be swinging I'm around get up that, that pole. pole. <laughs> That's yours. That's mine. <laughs> Excuse me. Can I please talk to you? <laughs> the pole is mine. Exactly. So you know, your, what do you think would be your worst ever halftime show? Um, my worst. I'm trying to think of. You know, I even saw another quick. Um, and this is not a slight. It's not my worst, but I just saw MJ's performance. He did it. No, and it wasn't awful, but it was just so. And I just thought there's so many that I haven't seen. Yes. That I really want. I want to go back to. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think who would didn't. Yeah, maybe Maroon Five. I think. I, think I didn't even. I didn't watch it. I mean, did you see this year's The Weekend? I mean, I do like The Weekend. I do, but, but I haven't seen it because I didn't yeah. feel that it compelled to see it to go watch. Well, what was really silly about it is that he spent so much money on it. And unfortunately, there was like only a couple of moments. And then the biggest thing was Blinding Lights, which was another big feature of, um, yes. you know, lockdown and COVID and stuff. And then he didn't do that. Because the one thing we very quickly didn't discuss was the TikTok. So, you know, J-Lo actually, I mean, this is, that uh, Super Bowl halftime show was such a damn multitasker. Mm. No, it is a cultural reset. Trust building exercise. There's also a TikTok challenge in there as well. Is that the one that Jayla did in the, the Jayla, show? Yeah, yeah. Da, 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 what was da. really scary is there's one bit when they're all these little girls and they show their ass off at one of the choreography bits. Like they're like, it's <laughs> oh, awful. No. 
Uh, what was that lyric? What oh, no. So what they're doing is they, they do that first segment of J-Lo's kind of Ain't It Funny. And then it's like... Oh, it know, must be the ass. Yeah. And all the girls are doing I'm like, this is not cool. I know, and J-Lo's smacking hers because she... And all the little girls are watching. <laughs> and all the little girls are influenced on it. like, really? Because, I mean, that's OnlyFans content, honestly. Oh, it's my so God. Funny. But the TikTok, like, the fact that this was, like, re- you know, it carried on over TikTok for, like, two, three, like, months afterwards. Which is absolutely incredible, honestly. But anyway, speaking of TikTok, do you know what else I saw on TikTok at the time, which you won't believe? Why? That is, the podcast is mine. No, no, it's mine. We hope you've enjoyed listening to The Podcast is Mine. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast and share it with a friend. You can also follow us on all the socials. On Instagram, TikTok, Facebook and YouTube, we are The Podcast is Mine. And on Twitter, we are Podcast is Mine. Or you can email us at thepodcastismine at gmail.com. Oh, and one more thing, the podcast is mine.